Welcome to HR Club powered by Woki.ai, a podcast series for people leaders to talk about employee engagement, performance and growth. Hey, welcome listeners to the podcast and uh, this is your host PB and today we have Aditya Venkateshan with us. Aditya is a maestro when it comes to head of employer branding and he heads that with Misho right now. Uh, Aditya, welcome. uh directly jumping on how you landed up with this with this function and with this role go ahead just, uh, thanks just, for... just so, tell us your journey how you landed up go, yeah go ahead uh thanks for having me um how did i land up over here uh well right from beginning or you just want to know just me show yeah from the beginning how 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 do you have okay. your journey has been got it um uh, my education i did my commerce that has nothing to do with uh, what i'm doing now then i did journalism uh, which i found quite fascinating so then um, i i started working with reuters i did that for about 2 years uh, learned a lot about the public markets um, in in seen amount of learning right and i really got into business journalism uh, at that point with reuters um so then i moved from uh, journalism to uh, public relations um so that's uh, the dark side as many would allude to and um and at another point i got very very lucky because this was around i think about 2014 2015 or um and it was fairly beneficial at that point because the startup boom really kicked off right like the startups really came of age at that point um and did that for about 3 3 and a half years or so Uh, and worked with a bunch of unicorn startups at that point um some of them are popular ones which are Inmobi Razorpay and a few others uh and i also go to work on a few enterprise clients right so i did i did a bunch of uh, that work as well so i did uh, pr and then from pr i moved to uh, sort of branding uh at that point didn't know what i was getting into except there was a problem statement right and so when i moved to gojek and gojek's problem statement was uh, look we need someone to come and market our brand because we want to be able to hire better talent um and at the same time just be a lot more prominent because there's also a huge bc community in india right and uh, and gojek had this problem where uh, everything they did was in the local language which was in bahasa indonesia in indonesia and therefore they never had anything in english and because they didn't have anything in english the rest of the southeast asian community uh india didn't know anything about gojek right and and it's so facto uh, most venture capital firms or even the media didn't have any idea and uh, and that was th- those were the some of the problems i was brought in to tackle so then uh, gojek happened i did gojek for 3 3 and a half years or so again uh, yeah. very very fin- fantastic career defining opportunity for me uh, super super lucky to do some amazing work um and after gojek uh, was nisho and nisho again very simple problem statement uh very popular in tier 3 tier 4 and getting popular uh, in tier 2 plus uh, cities but the top tier 1 tech media uh, tech in general or the tier 1 audience had no idea about what nisho does right um and this is really funny even before i joined um, i did like a sample with a whole bunch of folks and uh, no one really understood what nisho does So it seemed like a nice, interesting challenge to take up, and and that's how we show came about, man. Absolutely, I think I think uh, uh, Gojek was the, the the kind of brand you build around the talent that was that was clearly visible mm. because we were seeing content, we were seeing 
lot of new things happening in the ecosystem at that point of time i was part of this from last 6 uh, years i've been in the ecosystem so i've seen that mm. transition happening where uh most of branding element and the culture element was taken and i think gojek tech has done a great amount of job in that uh, yeah, but yeah. but but i always thought like is employee branding a, a need for company or is just a good to have so that that that's always kicks to me yeah. when i think about employee branding so what is what is your take on that yeah it's a good question right and uh, i think it 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 never used to, it used to be a luxurious role to have before at least and uh, i honestly don't know much about employee branding right the way i approached uh, what this role is how do you how do you make this brand top of the mind recall if someone aspirationally wants to join a company right and that was essentially my way of looking at employee branding um um and and for me my examples were when you think of tatas right you you think of a certain premium you think of a certain way uh, you think a lot about social impact that they have done so on and so forth so uh, that that was essentially my approach with employee branding and uh, previously i felt like companies had employee branding as sort of a it, it they didn't really have a seat on the board right it was just just more of sort of an additional component to just have uh but i think that's changed now uh post covid especially you'll see there's a there's a desperate dearth for great talent and now that you have a boundaryless workforce workforce you realize that people can work anywhere so then it's imperative for companies to then come out and say hey here's why you should work with us or here is here's what's exciting about our our company um and that brand building exercise became very very important for a lot of companies to have right Uh, and also this i i feel like uh, your top tier one talent they can they can work with anyone right uh, any company is is uh, part and parcel of what they, whatever they can do uh, 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 the kind of talent that they have i think companies really really crave for and that 1% talent is extremely extremely hard to find so um, the rules of the game sort of change right now companies want to be able to get premium top tier one talent uh and i think that's where employee branding comes in so yeah uh, sorry long winding answer to that but i think the short answer is the way things are right now you are forced to compete with the market whether you like it or not right you have to have a branding function because otherwise you're going to get swept over by by uh, others who do it really really well it makes sense i think we are all living in a very much candidate driven market so when we talk about uh exactly yeah. looking and when when it spe- specifically when it around technology and product so mm. it's extremely candidate driven right now so it makes sense but but yeah see i work with a lot of early stage founders as well and with a lot of mm. early stage companies so what at, at exactly what stage of companies like life cycle uh, do you think leadership should start taking uh, uh employee branding uh into their consideration or or as a function or as a must role not a need role uh not just to have have a fun role but but a serious role where you are not not just building uh yeah. the future statement but at the same time you are also yeah. building a road map to build a brand out there so so at, at what stage at what stage or what stages of companies do you do you think uh, uh, it makes sense uh, the most yeah this is a question i get uh, often right and it's very difficult because 
series a valuations i mean uh, fund raises now vary from you know 40 million dollars to even like 5 million right so it's very difficult to have like a straightforward answer here um uh, uh, in terms right? of employees employee strength let's take in terms of employee strength also i think uh, also difficult to gauge right because there are there are very disciplined companies that i can think of who are just about 15 18 people um and the valuation is almost 100 million dollars there are there are prized ones like that so it depends see the way i say it is if you're a, if you're a b2b startup uh it becomes important to have some form of employer branding right because uh, attracting talent is very difficult because consumer facing products easier to do so um uh, but having said that i i think it depends on company to company but largely i feel the onus of branding rests with the founder initially right founder co-founder because they understand the story they understand the impact of what, uh, what they want to do uh, uh they dictate the mission and vision of the company um uh, initial days of culture value setting all of that is dictated by the founders right so uh the way i look at it is um if you have if your core business is about if if your core business is about ramping up scale um um and and uh, that's a function of getting more people on board then you need a proper employer branding function if that's not core then i think you have the luxury of time to uh, get someone uh, on board but uh, initial days i i don't think it should be a focus at all not not important uh, till you reach maybe i don't know 50 75 maybe that's like a benchmark there's no straightforward answer to this it depends on the pulse of the company uh, uh, it depends on Uh, what is the business they are in, so on and so forth. Uh, but yeah, I've struggled to answer this, but it's always been company to company. I have no like uh, straightforward answer for it. But but the way I say it is, yeah, there's no there's no uh, simple one. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Like there is no straightforward answer to uh, because because companies like they all have their different structure and very well said. Like I I think my key point from the whole uh, insight that you gave will be for the b2b companies because consumer facing companies yeah. might not face that kind of struggle but when it comes to b2b companies they they should take employ branding and 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 the a brand statement or culture statement out there very strongly and should build on that dna yeah. from so uh, like i i think that's that that yeah. that will be key take from 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 this um, yeah and also also this point right the employee branding is not one two people getting it it's almost impossible to do it like that you have to at some scale uh, within the org which means it's your founder co-founders senior leadership plus key ambassadors in the company right all of them contribute to building this machinery up it's not just one or two people doing it right uh, the function gets institutionalized when you have one person managing it but otherwise it's it's a component of different people being your ambassadors on social uh, and and the best way to do this is it's so it's priceless to have a good engineer a good product person talk about the interesting challenges that they have then uh, yeah so so in in that sense employee running is almost like a luxurious function because you if you have strong engineers who have the time and bandwidth to talk about it then you're just looking at maybe one or two people with performance marketing skills to really amplify that message right and maybe one really good content person to package everything in place uh, uh, but otherwise it's not a, it's not a function it's uh, i i i don't think it should be run as a typical marketing function with 15 16 people you know bad approach to do it also because there is a dearth of talent over here the biggest challenge is getting great content people is almost 
it's a nightmare as you would ask anyone who would tell you this absolute nightmare uh, and and my favorite way of approaching this is you can get a cto but you can't get a good uh, content person at all <laughs> absolutely i i i i can understand uh, see adi i i think the i think the 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 question which will comes to my mind right away is uh, when you are leading as a you can say as a sherpa in the whole company to to yeah. uh, put out this uh, statement or agenda inside everyone and and when you said that it cannot be someone just a function of one or two guys to run it it should be the function of every sin- single people or leadership or employees out there uh, yeah. so uh, what challenges do you see while, while convincing them to adopt this kind of because there are definitely there is something which is this is something which is apart from their job like they're doing a job they've been assigned with a job yeah. at the same time they're also doing something else so uh, and, and and mostly when you work with developers and product managers uh, so how, yeah. what what are the challenges do you see and how you plan to solve those challenges making them aware that this is something uh, we should yeah. adopt as 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 an entire company got it uh so there are a bunch of things you can do right one is you can just sort of incentivize people straight up monetarily um and get them to contribute but it's not honestly not the best way of doing uh, doing it uh because as you would realize everyone anyway gets paid really really well right so what are you going to do on top of that yeah <laughs> uh but but i think the bigger the bigger thing you do is you sort of uh give them a portal to voice their own personal brand uh and also at the same time i think a lot of people want to also learn from the industry right there's a reason why i i think bangalore is the mecca for meetups right people want to meet other new people and then gain knowledge and share um, uh sharing what you work digitally is is just a portal for this facilitation of have doing a meetup right so think of it like this uh you write a great blog right let's say you write something on kafka um um and you push it out people find it interesting they reach out to you and uh, they want to do a call like so for example you guys want to know about employer branding right so you reach out to me on employer branding and for me that's also it's also great because i i like the fact that multiple people are interested in in the kind of work i do so it gives me some sort of validation on the work i do right and it's nice to meet new people and get, figure out what what work they are doing and how they are going about it so it's the same thing right like you take engineering product design all of these functions they work in isolation and every work that uh, every piece of work that they do uh, gets to your immediate boss your ceo or whatever it is right and then you get constructive criticism and then your work is shipped you get some form of validation i i think it's not enough right the truest form of that validation manifests when your customers love it but even then how many customers really go and say like when was the last time you went and said hey uh swiggy i love your i love the fact that you guys have this check in button beautifully designed under this one small umbrella that is able to say that um uh, don't ring the bell leave my food outside the door beautiful feature no one does it enough right but yeah. uh, uh, what we do becomes a portal for this so then we uh, write about this story and we talk about interesting things that are being built and uh, let's say different product managers from other companies different designers who also want to consume this knowledge because they want to get better then reach out and say hey i read this this is quite interesting so that's strong strong validation right so that's number one and number two is uh uh personal brand you also get your own brand because you're shipping interesting work 
and you're talking to different people in the community to do that. So the way I look at employer branding is, and and this is this is a problem. It's not like I've solved it either, uh, but trying to convince people to say that hey, the, the time taken for you to do this is strong ROI for your own development. It's not just about your further employment opportunities, but it's also your own brand development, your own knowledge that you get from other people in this community, so on and so forth. Um, it's a long conversation to be had, and I've not cracked it yet, but I think it, it's something that I want to be able to do better at. Um, and, and Gojek days was the worst, right? Like I had to convince so many people to do this, and eventually they saw, saw the ROI. Uh, but now this this lot of the, lot of this function, a lot of people know the benefits of this. Social is getting important, so it's easier now. Uh, but not as as comfortable and smooth as I, as I would like it to be. But, uh, you know, nine months, one year into uh, forcing people to do it, once they see the ROI of, of that happening, then automatically everyone just wants to do it. Everyone wants to contribute. Then then work becomes extremely easy. The And, and my famous example of this is in Gojek. Uh, initially, I used to struggle to get people to write. By the time uh, one one and a half years, I I had to fight with people saying no, this is not going on the blog because I was getting like three four blogs a week, and then I had to tell them no, this is not going because it's not up to standard. Then you become the the person controlling standard. Uh, but yeah, it's a matter of communication, explaining to people what is the advantage for them, and then it it works its own its own charm, man. Very well put, and I I think I think uh, uh, the 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 pointer. The, the point that I will just pick out and if I have to tell you yeah. I have seen I followed your content I followed uh, the mm. entire Gojek text content and how they have like kind of scaled and transitions and right now we are seeing a lot of company also doing that like that, that adoption is happening mm. a lot of companies those who are very young just building company but from day one they have um, maybe not a formal kind of a role out there but at least they have yeah they have someone who is contributing to this uh, angle and looking at a lens uh, and uh, and they have a roadmap for this like they want to build so do you yeah, think yeah. like going forward we will have a lot of people into this function and do you think like uh, like if, if i had to say we, we want to see a lot of young people coming in and joining mm-hmm. this entire function and just just kind of making it more big so what will be your uh, your your take on that like what will you advise to young guys those who are planning to maybe look into this so because i personally see this is going to become big like there are two yeah, roles yeah, i've yeah. seen which is going to become big one is obviously employee branding because there will be tag of war between uh, talent out there and yeah. uh, and the other role is obviously uh, this uh, founders office role right that is also taking up because founders need a kind of a okay. help, uh, kind of a helping uh, force to run day to day office so yeah these are two roles i see yeah. but, but but when it comes to uh, direct roi mm-hmm. for a company i think this is the role which is going to shape a lot mm-hmm. of things because at the end we all are building team and that's that's yeah, that's yeah. how your your product is your team first and then the product so got it yeah what is your t- uh, take for the young folks those who want to join this industry so what what skill sets yeah. do you think are uh, required do they need to be content creators or do do, do they it. need to be uh, evangelists so what what is what is your take on that it's it's as with anything marketing right it's completely content driven uh, that that's essentially the the core piece of skills that needs to be built 
but yes, the function is picking up, right? And and uh, the fact is, I think uh, a year into Gojek, I mean, no one knew employee branding. I, I in fact, my own designation was not in. Uh, nothing to do with employee branding. I didn't even know what I was doing was called employee branding. So I had absolutely no idea. But also the the the, the problem is hiring for this space is extremely extremely difficult. We don't have people who have these inherent skills, right? Very very difficult. And the, the rare few who have these skills are all freelancers. They, they don't want to get by because they know they can make their money and they can do a bunch of other things. Like a lot of them do a lot of podcasts. Then uh, they work as freelancers. They do advertising, copy, things like that. They don't want to get into this whole space. Um, and therefore, there's this obvious dearth for talent, which is which is absolutely bonkers insane, right? Um, and my advice is just fairly simple. It's, it's uh, embrace your cliches, right? And there are so many uh, things we take for granted. Like, so for example... Uh, uh, one is you have to read voraciously. Uh, uh, make sure you write every day. Make sure you put in 200, 300 words. Just write whatever it is, right? And and the way uh, the first two months, three months, you might appear foolish, you might appear stupid, uh, uh, but eventually your writing will get better. You'll get sharper. Uh, and there are many things like this, right? Like so, for example, when I started off, uh, now I'm recollecting, right? Like oh, things that I used to do. Uh, I used to subscribe for a word a day. So I used to try and learn a new word a day on mail. It used to come to my inbox. Right? It's such a simple thing. But then it taught me the power of language. And then I just generally got passionate about it. Um, I don't remember this pack, but then there's this pack of cards that you used to get, which used to be a word and meaning, word and meaning, right? Yes. Um, so I used to keep buying these packs. And every once in a while, I'll open that pack and I'll do it. And then I'll make it a point to make sure I use that word in some conversation uh, in that day. Just to make sure I remember the word and the meaning, right? I remember to write about it in some fashion uh, when I'm writing something. So I, I yeah, I wrote quite a lot, um, and then I read quite a lot. And uh, if I take any industry, I'll go very deep into it, and I will not leave that industry until I know everything about it. And 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 the way uh, this is the benefits of working in journalism and then working in PR when you work with a CEO when you work with leadership, right? You will automatically fall in love with numbers, right? And and then language is something that you will hone over time. So uh, take any industry. I'll uh, let's say uh, what, what can I think of? Let's take fintech, right? If you take uh, or let's take NFTs, which is the rage now, right? So if you take NFTs as a topic, how deep can you go into this topic? You start from and then you assimilate your knowledge. What is the market size for NFTs? Which which geography has uh, has the most concentration for NFTs? Who what which is the most expensive NFTs? Which artist produces the most uh, NFTs? There's a range of information you can get, right? And then you can go deep into it, write about it, and then you get proficient at it. Then you're the go-to person for NFTs. It's very simple. And, and I find it surprising that enough people don't have that high agency to just sort of crack it. Uh, um, uh, and honestly, in my, when, when I interview people, uh, uh, it, it comes across, right? Like your, your, your depth in knowledge is not that strong because you haven't put in the hours to learn about that one industry, which you so easily can because of the internet. But yeah, that's the the short story is read a lot, write a lot, assimilate knowledge, uh, then this all is very easy to do. Yeah. And I think uh, I jumped into uh, one of your maybe Twitter mm. pieces sometime and you're, you're talking something about drama mm. and uh, Ren and Martin and stuff like that. I, I was there oh, yeah. for just a few minutes, but but yeah, I think, okay. I think those are <laughs> core, uh, those are core things which is all obviously required for you to Tell out your story, like the, the crafting of stories yeah, yeah, yeah. need to go out. 
yeah. in a good way. Yeah, and people assume there's like a magic bullet, right? There is no magic bullet to writing and and content. And and if you think of employee branding, if you take a step back and say what is it? it it's about understanding interesting things that are happening in your organization and communicating it in the most interesting way to an audience, right? So one is the ability to sniff a story out. Like why does why is this a story that needs to be communicated, right? And that is a function of experience and time which you'll get, right? but if you pick up an annual report of a company let's take uh, let's take reliance you pick up an annual report and read about reliance the treasure trove of knowledge that is sitting over there is absolutely bonkers right and yeah. uh, just just you need to be hungry to want to know this you need to be aggressive about your work and i don't see that uh, so that many folks with that passion to say you know what i'm going to pick this up and i am going to be the go to person on anything to do with this piece of work and and that's how i have approached my craft if, like so for example when i looked at this and i said okay if anybody wants to know anything about branding i have to be the go to person like i should be the first call they make what do i have to do to get there and then you chart out goals and then you chart out objectives and then you you have your own personal set of okrs and then you say okay these what do i have to read what what is my knowledge statement how how do i be aggressive if i'm not good enough uh, can i speak to the right people who will unlock those for me all of that so on and so forth it's 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 very easy to do it just requires time and patience and apparently that's a hard ask for a lot of people but for the the short yeah answer. i think i think i think i'll agree to that but at same point i don't think it's a very easy thing to do obviously you mm. need to have that that go getting and uh, getting the shit done that kind of attitude yeah, yeah, inside yeah, yeah. you if you don't have yeah. that from day one if you are just there to just contribute to your job and just go home chill then i i don't think yeah. this 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 is something which will uh, those kind of people can do this like they can push themselves but but mm. uh, becoming a maestro in that will be very challenge for them but but yeah i think i think yeah. most of go getters and people those who have deeply research and i think you you have very well said uh, out there because because of your journalist background as well and 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 the mm. way you have transitioned and the way you have seen the entire spectrum happening maybe in gojag and right now in nisho uh, where there mm. are problem statements are also big because these yeah. people are working in a bigger scale so so yeah i think i think that makes a lot of sense but but give us a apart from just uh, mm. understanding how you keep yourself uh, very much high on energy all the time and what do you do right. apart from reading which actually helps you because i've seen like lot of people right. do lot of different things that helps them mm. with uh, their core job and core domain and a core function of uh, doing things so what what, right. what 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 do you do on side like that keeps you high on uh, doing and because because we can very well understand from your content to interacting mm-hmm. with you we understand that like uh you go deep and you you just you just do it to set benchmarks mm. so that people can come and follow correct so so when you are doing that you are always high on energy so what do you do apart from correct. apart from just reading and researching so yeah <laughs> so i i generally just love reading a lot right and i love uh, researching uh, uh, on companies so i love going deep understanding people 
um understanding companies so I, i love doing a lot of that anyway so it just comes naturally to me so on a sunday if i just randomly start reading an annual report is because i like doing it this this and i find a lot of insight doing it and uh, it ties into a lot of things right like so for example um um you take sugarcane production i was reading about sugarcane production it has nothing to do with what i do right uh but the think of how how this whole flow works right i was reading about sugarcane production and uh, maharashtra has one of the highest sugarcane productions apparently and it all started with uh, okay so i'll give you this analogy uh, how it all started and then we, you can you know figure out if this is what you were trying to ask right um i was just um having my lunch and i finished my lunch and i wanted to order some dessert and i said and i was just thinking okay but what do i order and then i realized how much i miss ravelgon sweets uh and i was like wow you know ravelgon was really something and i'm like and then i thought about it and i said okay but who makes ravelgon how how did this ravelgon come about so then i googled it and i wanted to learn about ravelgon and then i read about this person and how it started uh, and then an interesting thing caught about sugarcane production in those old days and i saw some ads that ravelgon made and i found them very very fascinating right some of them in english and i was like okay how many people read english at that point to put in these ravelgon ads and then it uh, then i saw what maharashtra sugarcane production and then i saw the essential elements to make toffees which is ravelgon toffees um then from sugarcane production um um i i, I then realized okay um uh, in my schooling days sugarcane was very very famous in this one small city that i used to live in called taney in southern india right and i was like is there a difference between how sugarcane is there and over here um and then that really piqued my interest right and then i realized okay uh, does molasses which is an important combination to make uh whiskey and alcohol what percentage of it is just sugarcane right and because it's a it's, it's a bunch of rotten vegetables essentially and i was like how important is sugarcane to do that and then i was like okay which city has the most number of uh, uh, maharashtra produce the most sugarcane but which city has the highest consumption of sugarcane right and then and then you start thinking on those lines and i think i stopped somewhere in between because um i forget the name of the place um and then i realized okay uh, oh sorry yes uh, then i read about mohanikin and rum uh, and about how uh, uh, is essential to do uh, for old monk you need sugarcane to make old monk the rum and then uh, yeah like a whole bunch of stories there and then i realized okay ultimately okay i need to make a plan to go to uttarakhand at some point uh, because i want to go and see this factory again which i have a, a long time back but I, w- i feel like okay i should go there again so yeah, this is essentially a small snippet of this journey you take right and and when you're reading this you need to let yourself go a little bit um and you just accumulate knowledge from disparate sources but yeah the short story of that whole rant was essentially to say uh, uh, i love reading and then all this creative energy just starts coming once i start traveling right and i have to travel uh, every once in a while otherwise i get i i i don't focus at work and then i my best output is not there i get a little grumpy and then i'm not very comfortable with things so yeah i love traveling and when i travel i try to pack in some form of adrenaline activity so um, i love scuba diving for example uh, i'm a certified scuba diver so do, do a lot of scuba dives uh, i'm also a certified paraglider I like to put my life in risk and I jump off a cliff uh, i love paragliding uh, also love cliff jumping that the, there aren't much in india but i'm trying to figure out some places in india where i can you know, i can jump off cliffs because i, I again love love cliff jumping and uh, lastly anything that's fast so i love riding fast bikes uh, i love fast cars i recently discovered a, a karting a place in in bangalore and i'm trying to get some some form of license or something 
to be able to race faster um, and i love drifting and things like that yeah so anything that's that puts your life at risk i absolutely love it I, and i and i love doing it so that's the creative sport <laughs> yeah so i think i think uh, i am not that a kind of a risk taker <laughs> that you are when it comes to <laughs> jumping and stuff but yeah i love i love traveling i love to just go to nature and just chill that's that's it that's my my go to life but yeah so so i think i think uh, we have we fairly like uh, understanding i just want to s- summarize with one last question because we yeah. discussed about what all have worked and how things will shape got it but what tell us like you do not need to tell the initiative but at least tell mm-hmm. something which did not work for you you tried out um, maybe got an it. initiative that did not work out uh, okay and then how, what was your instinct at that point like what you did while it was not working out what was your got it maybe learnings then what you how you reshaped that so because things a lot of things work out but but we need to understand yeah, yeah, what yeah. when it doesn't work out what happens yeah yeah you know there are a lot of things that did not um um wow there are lots right okay so let me let me try and see which one i can talk about okay so one of the things was uh we wanted to move from being a blog because we realized we're not a typical corporate blog right we talk we're sharing all these interesting stories of even our failures uh, in the gojek blog right we show it's too early i am still figuring things out so there's nothing much that i can add at me show but gojek um um and very lucky with leadership right because they gave me a free reign to do interesting things uh one of the things we wanted to do was we said okay uh we are a blog that that houses all these great stories but now can we can we go one up and then invite people from across the ecosystem to contribute to the blog so we are no more a blog but we are morphing into a publication right and we wanted to become a great publication that houses great engineering product design content um i was very ambitious about this project but then uh, i just ran into um let's just say let's just say you needed to convince way too many people internally right and and there was a big fight um uh, in terms of getting al- alignment from multiple folks what is the value in doing so and so on and so forth um in hindsight there's obvious value right uh that's one and and two is i mean it's not even that right i think the bigger factor is you need to get the right talent on board to be able to reach out to multiple people to contribute as well and i think that was a big challenge uh, uh that we faced um and we yeah we didn't we didn't want to hire more people uh, and so on as so a lot of factors like that but i think essentially that would have been a big big good sort of big massive bet uh, if that had happened right we had become a publication that houses great content and we got a few invitations also from people to do it it's just that we never got around to strategizing how do we want to execute this right and and we never really did that well so that's just one great example um other things that messed up okay so uh, uh, i did this one uh, video for gojek which was really really bad uh, full i'll admit it uh, all my mistake <laughs> um it was a great story idea but then i realized the importance of having a great actor in the film and a great director in the film um and this this is basically an experience right the fact that i didn't have the right advertising contacts i didn't have the right people to uh, sort of stitch the story together because the script was uh, really good and and the idea was we were making fun of ourselves as well so we had all of that elements in place it's just that we failed really badly in in casting uh production and ultimately direction and therefore we made this one and a half minute sort of film that this didn't do really well at all 
and that was a bummer because the previous one that i had made uh, uh, one one minute 10 12 seconds or so was an absolute rockstar film that gets quoted in multiple uh, pitch presentations and in investor decks and what not right and still people use it as a benchmark for employer branding but this one didn't do too well and i was very bummed about it because i really wanted human characters to con- convey an emotion the previous one was animation right so that's another failure uh tons man tons like this still uh, videos uh, was very very bullish in videos uh but again this comes down to my sort of uh, uh lack of knowledge and awareness about the space right i just didn't know enough of what we should be doing and uh, for example my uh, entire take from this was you don't have to do everything in house right sometimes you just let go and say that okay i'm going to get like a a good production studio good videographers to do this right and 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 just didn't invest enough time to do it and i think we failed spectacularly in fact i feel it's one of my pet peeves that i didn't do much in video and even now i'm really scared to venture into that area because i know the amount of talent that is required and the amount of man holding and time spent that required in that space uh, so again big big failure and i think a huge opportunity uh, for multiple people if you if you're ever looking to sort of 510x your brand uh video storytelling is here to stay right like podcasts like these uh, that you do and so many others right videos to easier form of consumption especially if you look at designers uh, they consume more on video right rather than uh, the written form so yeah uh, that is one more uh, that i can think of what else um yeah yeah there are tons and internal battles right how are you able to uh, convey uh, convince finance senior leadership on the work that's happened um move faster on things that needs to be done like like the entire the campaigns that i've done i could have done it 6 months before at gojek but then i yeah. didn't again have the the knowledge to be able to convince multiple people people so yeah some of that are again failures um tons man there are tons i can i can i can go on <laughs> packaging packaging uh, great blogs and a distribution we failed initially uh, so so a lot of that did not go as per our plan um what else can i think of oh when we put some holdings this is a really funny story uh we completely messed up on a copy i mean this is a very stupid story because basically there are two files uh that we were supposed to put up in a bus shelter and we put the wrong file in a bus uh, in in like i think three three places which is a complete mess up right i think we wasted about nearly 2 and 1/2 3 lakhs or so we wasted overall uh, just putting this up uh, absolute disaster uh well technically not my fault it is a colleague's fault but nonetheless mistake <laughs> i had to bear the brunt for it uh yeah there are tons like that tons like that execution uh, time spent i felt like we should have hired faster but we took our time to hire uh, should have done that quicker so we could have ramped up so many of our efforts uh, uh failed at getting a lot of leadership to be able to communicate better and and not not the india leadership right i think quantity or above that in indonesia completely failed to, uh, to be able to get them to be able to communicate better uh, i think we could have done a lot more in terms of media as well uh, which is which is which is tragic right because i have a lot of experience there uh, and and we've done some good work there but not to my expectation i i think there's so much more that could have been done from a media point of view to position gojek and i and i don't think we did a really good job there um, yeah, i can go on man it's just never ending <laughs> No, no, I think I think you have fairly a great experience, and you have set the benchmark. So, if I s- summarize our whole chat, I'll just I I can just summarize that when it comes to at least for a lot of people in the Indian startup ecosystem context, when it comes to 
uh, employ branding, we think about Gojek Tech, and we think about mm. uh, people like you who have done it. So, so yeah, and 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 if I if I have to sum out of convo, uh, what I am taking out of the entire thing is, uh, it's no more a uh, uh, good to have thing. It's definitely a need at this point of time and uh, must function. out there and uh, i think going forwards only going to get bigger and it's going to get better so so that 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 that's my my uh, analogy on uh, on on the insights that i i got from you so yeah thank you so much for yeah. taking your time and uh, uh, in the holy we are uh, we, we just did a good good i think we try to make a good content so yeah uh, thank, thank you, you so thank much. you so much Yeah thanks for having me man uh, appreciate the time and patience and listening to me thank you yeah yeah you are you are a fun guy to chat